You're listening to School Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey, lads, what's the story? How's it going? Good, it's been ages. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Been too long. We're going to have to apologise for our absence last week, unfortunately, so we came back from the GP in yeah. Birmingham, Yeah. so that was supposed to be the day that we normally record, so knackered that day, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, uh, and then after that I was a bit sick, exactly. kind of yeah. picked up a bit of an illness at a Grand Prix, it's surprise, surprise. <laughs> when you're in a room with over <laughs> almost 2,000 nerds, you just pick up something, yep. it's when you constantly warm-hearted. shaking hands with people and yeah. what have it's you. the tournament flu. Yeah. We used to get out with Street Fighter as well. Anytime you went away, you, you were guaranteed to be fucked yeah. when you got back. Yeah, well, I mean, in Magic, you have to shake people's hand at the end. Well, you don't have to. We had the discussion before. Yeah. <laughs> but you usually shake people's hand at the end of a match. And in Street Fighter, you're touching controllers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you shake That's hands. You usually shake hands. Yeah, shake hands. Start well. of a match in Street Fighter. Okay, than the okay. End, yeah. Uh, which I always hated doing because people's hands are often really sweaty at the start of a match. Uh, Street okay, Fighter. Yeah, it's much yeah. more like adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Matches are shorter and you kind of get the adrenaline going at the start of the match. Yeah. So I always hated shaking people's hands because I'd always be sweaty so I'd always offer the fist bump instead oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good move good move yeah. we should do that in magic then maybe other people won't be offended yeah no I don't think people will be offended uh, it's like a germ thing for some people as well some mm-hmm. people do the fist bump instead because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. but uh, I always just felt like kind of an asshole because I'd like shake someone's hand and then like wipe the sweat on my jeans yeah and beside yeah. them and it's like well that's not especially yeah, if you're like on stream if someone if there's a camera on you you don't want to be doing that like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like you know, yeah get away from me nerd yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, obviously every, every software there's like uh, like a celebrity who gets a lot of grief online because they're seen at a meet and greet like uh, spraying their hands disinfectant after shaking a fan's hand mm-hmm. well, so that's a perfectly reasonable thing to do yeah. totally yeah. 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 yeah like get, get yourself some alcohol rubbed there yeah remember when uh was it Ryan Seacrest tried to high five the blind guy? Oh my god! No, I don't remember. It's one of the best things ever. He's interviewing a blind guy, yeah, and he like doesn't say anything, just goes for a oh, high five. I do remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, and just has to put his hand down. He really slowly puts his hand towards the guy and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really oh cringy. God, good save, right? Terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good save. Anyway, that's going to be my move now at the end of Magic. Oh, matches. sweet. Okay, you're going to have yeah. to go for the high five and then just slowly lower it down. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's great. So we we're at the GB, yeah. GB Birmingham. Um, double Grand Prix weekend. You guys yeah. played Legacy. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good choice. Sixty pounds down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, I still threw my sixty pounds away. So yeah. I mean, to be honest, if you Spoilers. have a, if you have a Legacy deck, you've thrown a lot more money down the drain already. So. That's very true. Very well, true. a lot of my database. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, I I did buy uh, twenty matches based on mittens for like a tenner. Uh, okay. Yeah. Started tournament. So, so I, that's I, down the drain. That is it. Well, it's a habit. Oh, yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. You can play them. Exactly. Now you deck. Yeah. Standard. standard, yeah. I'm sure you are using quite a lot of them in, in your standard deck. I am, yeah. But yeah. Um, well, yeah, he, he said he said me and Graham played Legacy. Was, in my opinion, I feel like play is a bit of an overstatement. Uh, okay. Uh, losing is, 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 is well. I had fun though. I did have fun. How many oh, matches did you win? I well, I had a buy for for first one. That was yeah. That's that, a win. That's there a match win. What's one? Always a win. And, then, and I won. I won my first match. That was actually a match, and I felt so good. Um, uh, oh yes, I, I, I mentioned that before being on Redburn. I. Yeah, I think my yeah, so I think my opponent was on a I think it was Grix's but they were just, they just, just oh sorry, it was my opponent in round two was on Jund and they literally tossed seized me like four times, like post board and I did I was stuck in two lands and they literally did like ten damage on themselves just from fetching and, 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 and toss season. Yeah. And, uh, so I because their toss seized me so aggressively I thought, Oh well, they're completely in control of the game um but they were not. No. I'll be dumb. You can't be doing that. Exactly. That's your, your life, every life point matters. That's well, I mean, saying. Totsies is a, a net life gain yeah. if you're taking away a burn spell. Exactly. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, I won my first round without the boy. Did it the hard <laughs> way. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> well, earning fifteen hundred planeswalker points is not very hard. Yeah. Well, I've got it now. I've done it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for next season, I have a, I have my GP buy and my nationals buy. So I'm nice. delighted. Uh, shout out to my average PBTQ performance at the weekend for that one <laughs> just, over, just over the line got there. Uh, but yeah my first round I played what turned out to be the mirror match but what happened was uh, I kept my hand and I had I can't remember what I had I think I had a pretty fast sneak attack I, I was playing monorad mm. sneak attack so I think I had like a turn 2 sneak attack or something like that and my opponent kept as well and I just said ancient tomb pass and my opponent went oh no that's not very good <laughs> 
And then they went, Ancient Tomb, Exile of Simeon Spirit Guide, Blood Moon. And I was like, why would you do that? Yeah. But... Yeah. So then I just, you know, played a few more lands and just yeah. cast a turn four sneak attack and killed them on turn five. Yeah. Uh, but like... They just... They knew what I was on or something close to what I was on. Yeah. And they like spent a few cards and Blood Moon, even though it was very strange. So that was yeah. a good start of the tournament for me, honestly. I was yeah. like, okay. Legacy day one is not as hard Ooh, as I maybe thought go. it would be. Well, maybe they were just gambling on if you only had one more land, now yeah. you can make three yeah. mana or four mana or whatever. Yeah, or if I was Eldrazi or something, it would be a oh, lot yeah. better. Maybe, yeah, maybe because Eldrazi is more popular or something. It's mm. definitely not, though. It's well, not, like not, the, not, the, yeah. the mono red decks are all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I won that one. Um, the only other play I want to talk about from Legacy, which is probably my favorite play of the entire weekend that I did, was I was playing against a, a Bug Delver player who game one was like beating me down when he played tar- two, turn two Tarmogoyf which was huge because I'd already gone for I think uh, a chalice and it had gotten you know dazed and then I'd tried to play through the breach and it had gotten forced or something like that and I'd okay. spent a lotus petal to do it so there was an artifact and an enchantment sorry there is sneak attack so there was an artifact and enchantment in the graveyard and a land instant sorcery so there, yeah. the Tarmogoyf was enormous already attacking yeah. me on turn three so eventually then I get to resolve a sneak attack. Uh, I'm on nine, I think, and the Tarmac is six, seven at this point, beating me down. And uh, <laughs> then I resolve a sneak attack, and then with my last red mana, I uh, activate sneak attack, and the guy is like, he's a real, a real nice dude, he was a Scottish guy, I think. And uh, he was like, yeah, sure. You know, I could just see, like, he thought, like, oh, I'm dead, it's Emrakul or whatever. And I went, don't worry, man, it's not that bad. And I put combustible gear hook into play. <laughs> Which, uh, all of our listeners should know because uh, it's a standard, standard <laughs> yes. playable mythic. Yeah, it's a mythic rare from standard. It's pretty good from from Kaladesh. Like all yeah. those, all those rares and mythics from Kaladesh are great. Exactly. So it's a six six first strike for six. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, your opponent chooses, which is always a good line on a magic card. It's a <laughs> sign of a very strong card already. Yeah. Uh, you can either draw three cards or mill the top three cards of your library. And then your opponent takes the convert the total converted mana cost of those three cards. That's damage, yeah. So my opponent's on 19. Uh, and I go, well, here's what you could do. Here's your options. And he goes, well, I guess you're milling three then. And I said, all right. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. First card I flip, Emrakul the Adam's Torn. 15 damage. Yeah. Second one, Blood Moon. Three damage. Yeah. He's on one. Third one, sneak attack, another four damage for a cool 22 damage that my opponent Sweet. chose to take. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Uh, and my opponent just burst out laughing. He took it, he took it really well, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time during sideboard, we were both just cracking up laughing. We just couldn't believe it happened. And then he destroyed me the next two games. He just played, he played a turn one Delver the next two games oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. just hit me seven times with a yeah, flip, yeah. flip turn two both times and, uh, and got me. That's so funny. But, uh, that, was, that was definitely my play of the weekend at the GP. That's amazing. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Well worth the 60 pounds entrance. <laughs> Just to do that. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I was doing a sick play in the GP uh, round three. I lost. So it was 2-1 and 2-1. I start, sat there against my round four opponent. And then uh, we got deck checked. I'm like, oh, it's kind of strange getting deck checked in the loser bracket because I was yeah, being hard on myself. Yeah. Losing. Yeah. Um, then the judges took my deck, took her decks away for a solid like 20 minutes. Then I was like, and then because I was like, I, I checked my decks so many times before I submitted it online. Like, there's absolutely nothing that can go wrong here. And then, um, so when it came back, I was, I'm, because they're taking so long, I was like, well, Drops is something wrong, and I'm like, oh, well, more likely now, so something my opponent did because uh, my deck, my deck is perfect, my deck, but my deck is far from perfect. My deck list was perfect. Um, and then uh, just the judge came back, and he said, oh, uh, which one to use, Alan Harrison? And I was like, oh, bollocks. And then <laughs> they, they took took his side and said that um, he asked me for a confirmation email that my deck was submitted. Then I was like, oh my god, because at this point I realized that earlier on in the day when I arrived with my buy, I thought it was strange that you don't like when you when you have a buy a GP, you don't sign up anywhere. You just you know, wait until round two and sit down for round yeah, two. Yeah. So when I, when I was hanging around, I was like really close to just asking the judge, oh, um, I just, can I just check if my deck was submitted online? Because I, I knew I didn't get a confirmation email. Uh, I, so actually, I actually did that because mm. I, I only signed up the night before. Yeah. So I actually, uh, on the morning, I went up and asked, uh, I just said, can I just check I'm registered for the main event? Yeah. And uh, the guy at the judge station told me I was not registered for the main event. <laughs> Very and, cool. uh, and I was like, okay, that's great. So what do I do? And this was 15 minutes before round one. <laughs> So he was like, I'll oh, just fill out this form. I was like, okay, and that'll be sorted in the next 10 minutes before round one. 
And he was like, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. And then five minutes later, he called me back over and said he just put in my DCI number wrong and I was in the main event. Okay, okay, so, yeah. oh, God, gave me a heart attack. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, like, so basically, instead of doing that, I spent my, uh, my, my spare 50 minutes in round one to go buying basic mountains, uh, mm-hmm. which, so, which I was regretting doing now. And I was, so the judge was kind of giving me a spiel saying, so I, I said, yeah, I don't have any confirmation that I spent it online, but I definitely did. And the judge started giving me a spiel of like, uh, okay, what we do now is because obviously if you don't have deck list registered, you have a very uh, very strong advantage straight to tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> obviously, being able to switch decks in between rounds. Uh, and then as you're saying this, I was like, oh well, I suddenly remember that because I submitted my deck online, I gave it the hilarious name of Burning Burningham GP Burningham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burningham dot deck. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh well, I actually took a screenshot of it before I submitted that and posted it on Twitter because the joke was so hilarious. And I had the screenshot on my phone of me submitting my deck deck list. Uh, and then uh, the, the judge called over head judge and the head judge came over and he got a, he he analyzed the screenshot for a long time and he so he turned he turned to the judge and said um, can you confirm that this deck is the deck he 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 had for round four was a a red deck of some sort and then the judge was like yes that is correct and then uh, and then the, the head judge then ruled that um, he he you know, downgraded what was game loss down to a warning because uh, he didn't want it to seem like he basically he didn't want he didn't want um, like a clerical error to cause a game loss. And it was evident that I did like intend on spinning my deck, my deck online. That's great. And I gotta say that's a great, was, yeah, yeah, that's was, a great ruling. So that is a good ruling. Yeah, I was very happy. Then so we got so is that. But then, did you then have to write out a deck list? No, he said that they took a photograph of the deck. Oh, had, and that, and that would that, be that, your that deck, would deck list. Then go board. Okay. Um, so I was like, great. So I sat down with a twenty-five minute, um, twenty-five minute uh, time extension. And did you like, use any of it? I was like, great. I hope um, I was like, I hope my opponent's not on a slow deck. And then I turned out my opponent, who was patiently waiting for twenty-five minutes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was on miracles. And like miracles is like, oh my god, it's kind of even even if uh, usually it's like it, it's the kind of deck that burn can have a very long game against, but still like be favorable for burn. It's just kind of trading back and forth. Yeah, uh, just kind of playing around counterbalance and making your counterbalance. Uh, you're basically dancing around counter counter balance. Mm-hmm. You can't go on very long, um, so it's it's a matchup I do like playing very very long. But I was like, God, I don't want to be waiting. Don't want to have everyone else hanging around for an extra half hour. Yeah. But uh, I ended up just getting completely smashed by him. Uh, okay, very very quickly. Well, that worked out then, didn't it? Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, game one, I think. Uh, game game two. I lost game one. Game two, I mulled to a zero land. So, yeah, so yeah, to zero. So, no, I had I had a, I had a zero. I, I mulled to four with zero lands and kept it. Mm. Um, I probably should have just kept a five with zero lands. Uh, it was on the, I was on the place, so it was even worse. And uh, I, 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 I just didn't see land at all. Okay. Uh, and then he started, once he had all his money out, he had, he had his hand all fixed. He started, um, oh, what's the, what's the cantrip that you draw a card in Dookie? You look top three? Portent. Portent. So he started casting Portent on my library. Oh. Uh, kind of basically face sealing the, the, the lands away. Because mm. um, it's like rearranged stock cards of Dagger Player's library. And then yeah. you draw a card. Um, so um, that was the end of my... Birmingham experience at GP. <laughs> All right, so he's about yeah. scrubbed out of the legacy GP. Yeah, he did, yes. yeah. wonderful. Um, legacy GP was won by Gary Campbell. Gary oh, Campbell, it, yeah, name, yeah. So a, a preeminent player in Scottish Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody that, if anybody, any Scottish players would know mm-hmm. this guy quite well. He owns a shop. Player, yeah, owns a good. shop there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from yeah, from what I've heard, does a lot for. <laughs> The Scottish magic community, yeah, and the le- the legacy uh, community in particular, I believe. He oh, like yeah. uh, apparently like he hosts legacy tournaments and he like he loans out a bunch of decks for every tournament just yeah. so people can play legacy and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is really cool. It's kind of what it's kind of yeah. what you need yeah. for for a legacy community. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it went, like I was I was watching the the top eight announcement for for the for the legacy GP while I was on my buy in the standard, mm-hmm. and uh, the Scottish lads just went absolutely nuts when. When they announced him as as in the top eight, like the Scottish lads are brilliant. I, yeah, I, they I, are, I, yeah, I played against two Scottish guys uh, at the weekend, and I was talking to one other Scottish person as well, and they're they're just really sound, and yeah, they seem like a really tight knit mm. community. Yeah, I, I've always felt like that with Street Fighter as well. I, I went over to a Scottish tournament before called Hype Spotting in Glasgow, and uh, the Scottish community for fighting games as well was the same, just really tight knit, and I, I think it's quite similar to the Irish community for games mm. in general as well. Mm. Whereas like. Because when you go over, you see the English communities can often seem a bit more intimidating and stuff, and like they have their own cliques, like yeah. within cities yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because it's a bit bigger. Yeah, and there's it's kind of it's much more like that. Whereas I, I think like smaller countries, yeah, uh, come together a lot more, and I think the Irish and the Scottish have a similar mentality as well Definitely, culturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, I always enjoy meeting the Scots. Yeah, yeah, and at the World Magic Cup, they were 
great bunch of lads as well. Yeah. Duncan yeah, Tang yeah. in particular, very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so congrats to Gary. He eventually went on to win the event. And yeah. A very emotional moment. It was great to watch on stream. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, he had an excellent uh, answer in his in his winner's interview as well. What did he, he say? Where he was asked uh, which of your sideboard cards was the best, and he said, "I don't know. Most of them went unused." Because <laughs> uh, he was playing mono red prison as we. He was, yeah. <laughs> uh, similar, not not the same as your deck, but similar. Uh, it's about, I'd say it's about thirty cards, the yeah. same or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So different in, in terms of like the win conditions, no sneak attack or anything like that. Yeah, he plays a uh, Chandra and Snaring Bridge. Yeah, Rabble Master, Chrome Mox, Pinker, yeah. Nalar, and Karn Scion of Urza, the new Karn. Yeah, which is pretty unbelievable in that it's deck. Kind of insane. Yeah. yeah, when you have a Chrome Mox and a Lotus Petal out or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know you make a three three on turn yeah. two. Is there a Pinker and Nalar in that deck as well? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, you need that to uh, to win through your own Snaring Bridge. Yeah. You attack for one in the air with both the Thopters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um, is that the same? Oh no, Rabble Master. Yeah, Rabble Master's in there is as well. The, yeah. No, but is is that work the same? The the goblins that you attack with, do they get a buff? No, it's it's Rabble Master himself gets a buff. Uh, he gets Equal a buff. Equal to the yeah, number yeah. of attacking goblins. Yeah, but he doesn't have to attack, right? Just the other goblins you control have to attack. I think so. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. So yeah. the, the the goblins just have to attack every turn. Yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think I'm not sure if his version was playing one, but a lot of the versions of that deck now are playing a Hazaret as well in the main, mm. which is uh, as well when you have an Ensnaring Bridge out, you can just, you just deal two every turn. Yeah, deal two every turn. Shock. Yeah. Um, what was the? There was an article on John it, Fireball recently. Yeah, sorry. Just if people are wondering how you get to do any of this nonsense, it's because you play Charles the Void and Blood Moon in the deck. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you just so. lock and your opponent out of the game and just win with something. Yeah, and, uh, he was also playing Trinospheres, I think, in the main, and oh, okay. four Magus of the Moon, I think, as well. So, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. super locking people in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, there was an article from Frank Carson recently on Channel Fireball of this, uh, like, the, the weirdest power, power and toughness combinations. Oh, magic. yeah, I saw this, yeah. yeah. It was an interesting article, and he was saying that the the one, it's like a minus one, three, mm-hmm. yeah. with double strike. I don't remember the name of it, but it's from Future Side or whatever. And he was saying that, like, he's just waiting for somebody to, like, break that as tech against uh, Ensnaring Bridge. <laughs> yeah, it has fire breathing as well. Yeah, sorry, it has fire breathing, yeah, yeah. But you yeah, so you have to pump it, pump it twice just to make it one power. Like, yeah. But it's double strike, so... Yeah, yeah, um, but I mean, Noble Hierarch already kind of does the same job against yeah, or uh, against single Sarah pass Bridges, as well, or single, yeah. pa- single pass as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the the legacy GP. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Then we played standard. Um, what what was just like to say? So what what decks did we play? I played blue white control, mm-hmm. an incredibly untuned list that uh, I'd say performed about about two expectations. Untuned <laughs> <laughs> list. It was grand. Uh, I would I would have changed some stuff around if yeah. I if I'd had more time, but uh, no, it was totally fine. Cast yeah. some to fairies. That that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah fairy was a good card for the weekend. I think it definitely was. Um, I think yeah, registering glimmer of genius. In my deck was a mistake. That mm-hmm. definitely wasn't mm-hmm. a good card for the weekend. But yeah, so maybe some pull, pull for tomorrow, pull from tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, pull from tomorrow seems pretty good, as has been proven correct, I think, by the results of this GP. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that it seems like the age of Glimmer of Genius is pretty much over. Yeah. Yeah. Or hi- even Hieroglyphic is... Hieroglyphic is better. Better, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's much better because it fuels your search for Ascanta. Yeah. Whereas Glimmer just sits in your hand doing nothing, basically. If you can get a Hieroglyphic into the graveyard early... You're happy because you have a spell for your Gear Hulk when you play it already, yeah. And uh, you've gotten a card in there for your for your Ascanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's Glimmer, it just seems like way too mopey, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have stuff that you want to do on two, three, four. Usually you want to settle on turn four or yeah, you're to well, play a top line and, and seal away or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, the deck was was pretty good. Uh, I was where was I? I was I was. Uh, Three one and one, I think, when I scrubbed out. Okay. Yeah. So I was uh, I was one off a win and then yeah. uh, did not make it. I drew in round one, yes. which is kind of what I was fearing happening yeah. when I yeah, registered yeah, yeah. the deck. Um, I played against uh, a player who it was their first GP, um, and I think it was kind of new to competitive events in general. It was sort of okay. uh, it was a, it was a little bit frustrating because he uh, he kept. Um, Casting spells and not giving me a chance to respond. Okay, so yeah. that happened once or twice, but I didn't want him to know what deck I was on at that point. But then, 
uh, he played a champ. He played a strategic plan in turn two. He was on blue white gift, and he immediately just resolved it. And I went here, hang on, just give me a sec when you play a spell. And he went, yeah, sure, sorry. And then the next turn, he played a champion of wits. Played the champion of wits. Immediately drew the first card off the champion mm-hmm. of wits, and I said, here, stop. Uh, and I called a judge. Um, had kind of an interesting judge call for this because basically I did have an essence scatter in my hand, but I'm not really interested in essence scattering a champion of wits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I still I need the guy to to tell me to give me time to respond to a spell. So I had to I had to call a judge just yeah. so that would happen in the match basically. So the judge basically talked me away from the table, and because uh, he could see the cards in my hand, he, he knew what was happening. So he said basically, um, so the, so the guy had seen the first card from the champion of wits. And then put it back on top of his, of his library. So the, mm-hmm. junior, the judge knew what was going on. Um, so he said, I can't apply a fix for this, but uh, I'm not sure if this is a totally correct call, honestly. I was a little confused at the time. He said, I can apply a fix for this, but only if you make a response to his champion of wits being on okay. the stack. If you don't respond to the champion of wits being on the stack, then I'm not going to apply a fix here. And he said it was because you can't ask for a priority and they, then not do anything with it. Mm. But in my opinion, that's not what I was doing. I wasn't asking for priority. I was just not given priority uh, between two points when I should have had it. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is a different thing. Because I understand the angle shooting aspect behind asking for priority just so your opponent loses it. And you can then go to your next phase. Yes. Which yeah. is why it's a rule that if you, have to, if you, if you ask for a priority, you have to, you have use, to use it. it yeah. mm-hmm. But that's not what I was doing. That's not what the situation was. Yeah. So I wasn't entirely convinced that that was uh, mm-hmm. an appropriate use of, of that rule. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, so basically, so I said, no, I don't have a response because I didn't want to essence scatter it. But that meant the guy didn't get a warning. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, the judge didn't apply a fix, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just cautioned the guy. But and, and like I don't think the guy was doing it deliberately. I think it was just his first event, and he was nervous and stuff yeah. like that. But I thought that was a little bit strange. I yeah. thought I thought that was pretty clear cut. Like it's 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 a hidden card error or whatever. Looking at or looking at extra cards, whichever, yeah. whichever yeah, yeah, it is yeah, yeah. In, in that situation, and it should just be a warning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy then again did it later on in the match. And at this point, I was just like, I just told him, here, you have to stop doing this. I didn't call a judge on him again because yeah. he was getting kind of more and more nervous and stuff, and I didn't want to ruin this guy's first. GP experience, yeah. you know, um, but it, but it was uh, it was a little bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we went on to draw that match anyway. It was it was a very long game. The blue white gift matchup is tends to be really grindy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And even mm-hmm. if they don't resolve, even if you deal with all the gifts, you know, they eventually just start hard casting angels and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and bring back the champions. Yeah, so we finished two games and then we were shuffling up for the third one when it was time. So yeah, we, did, we just called it a draw. Yeah. But then I was like, oh no, I'm in the draw bracket now. <laughs> so I sit down, I'm like, all right, let's see what happens now. And uh, true enough, I, I play against Black White, uh, Lich's Mastery. In yeah, yeah. So I'm like, class. well, this is what I got. Uh, so... Uh, I managed to win that one, and then I actually had kind of a series of normal matchups for the next couple of rounds. I played against mono green and black red and, mm. and black green and stuff like that. So I actually didn't play too many control mirrors. I played one more blue white control mirror at the end of the okay. day, but that was it. But it wasn't actually as bad as people say being in the draw bracket. I got to say, yeah, uh, because I was considering conceding in round one just to not not be in it, uh, yeah. not be in it. But uh, it was actually fine. And like, had I made it today to the extra point, you know, would have sure, been a big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But anyway, so that was that was that was my day. I lost. Uh, I got smashed by Mono Green. He had a uh, Lanor Elves into Steel Leaf Champion. Yep. Two games in a row. I was like, all yep. right, that's uh, that's difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. including a blossoming defense uh, on when I tried to steal away one yeah, game. They yeah. Sometimes they just have it. Yeah. All. They just they really had it all. Yeah. Um. So that that was one loss, and then my other loss was to Black Red later okay. on. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but it was really fun. I think the format's really good. Yeah. And I played against a bunch of different decks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. yeah. So this was the first kind of big tournament with with the format, and uh, kind of the talk of the weekend was the black red deck, and there was six six copies in the top eight, mm-hmm. um, and me and you both played that all. Yeah. So it was uh, mostly Matthew Folk's list. So yeah. Matthew Folk's was the one who kind of published this list on Twitter. He was playing with it during the week on Twitch. Uh, people were going mad about it. People in the game podcast Discord were like talking about it constantly yeah. and stuff like that. So you know. It, the, the metagame like moved really fast mm. it was like on on Thursday or Wednesday people were like oh, I think this red black deck is really really good and then mm. it was like okay well everyone's playing red black how do I 
how do I beat Red Black? <laughs> or how do I tune my yeah. Red Black deck for the mirror? Yeah. But uh, I, we didn't go with that. We went with, with the kind of stock list that was that was out for the weekend with the Balmac Curries and Solskjaer Mages. Yeah, so I think we, we did look at this and we kind of, the night before, we made some changes to it mm-hmm. um, on the sideboard and stuff just kind of based on what we think would be good. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, also just kind of what would be a solid deck without even considering the, the, the um, it's kind of the day one meta or the day two meta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was gonna, one, one change you immediately made was uh, taking out the Elder Streetborn from the sideboard. Yeah, because we were like, this is a terrible deck. Like this quite is a terrible card. Card, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Gary, you're saying you saw Matthew folks mention this at the. Yeah, he was on coverage for a standard Super League. Okay. With uh, with Randy, and uh, he was talking about this exact card, and it turned out it was a little bit of a troll from him. Really? Where he said when he decided to put that in the in the seventy five in the sideboard, he had never cast the card. And he basically did it just to see how many people would, put would it do it. their sideboard. Yeah, yeah. and so a lot good. of people like, did it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And like every time, every time you saw it, even just walking around the, the room, you see it on on, on the battlefield in some, some tables. Yeah. It's like there is no way that person came to that conclusion themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played yeah. a terrible yeah. card in this deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. yeah. He he, tw- he tweeted. He put out a tweet yeah. that weekend. He was like, "If anybody sees the elders are born on a battlefield, let me know." Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I thought that was a weird tweet to put out. Anyway, yeah. I just put a Rick and Phoenix in there because I was like, yes. this is a really good card. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, he did say it wasn't a total troll. Like, he does think the card is good. and he, well, The card is obviously a yeah, power yeah. level, but like, yeah, I yeah. think not quite there for standard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically said he was he hadn't been convinced that it wasn't good enough. Right. So he just told he just put it in a list and okay, said okay. what happened, basically. Yeah. Okay, that's very funny. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so there was that deck... Um, what else could we say? I mean, for me, the reason that I wanted to be on that deck was Scrappy Scrounger, Hard Care, and I'm Unlicensed Integration. Yeah, I thought those three cards were very, very good. And Chain Whirler, right? And yeah, I mean, Chain Whirler was the, the breakout card of the weekend. Yeah, and it meant that nobody could play like one one toughness cards or one toughness mm-hmm. creatures yeah. in their decks. But like Chain Whirler for me was is like a people go on as if it's crazy. I think it's good, like, but it's not amazing well I mean it's just the the oppressive thing that like you can't play like tokens right yeah like yeah it's really really good against tokens it's good against like a lot of the creatures that were popular before like the Glincy Siphoners It's good against the yeah. It's good against Lanor Elves. People love Lanor Elves. People wanted to cast Lanor Elves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a lot of people did, but I mean, yeah. at the same but it time, it didn't work. Look at the top eight. Like, look what happened. You know. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, like Lanor Elves, like it's already done its job by the time that well, hopefully has already done its job by the time the Chain Murder comes down. I mean, a little bit, yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still not close to lose your card for free. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you lose a Landmore Elves and you lose a Branch Walker or a Jade Light Ranger. Yeah, same time. Yeah, true. It's like... I suppose, yeah. I also kind of, on the side, I mentioned Landmore Elves do this job. I know, if your opponent goes turn one Landmore Elves, if you can kill it on turn one, you just absolutely do that no matter what. Yeah, pretty much. So then, if your opponent had, on turn three, you just played Landmore Elves and do anything else, would you still feel the need to absolutely kill that No, 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 definitely not. Okay, I like it. Unless I had some kind of feeling that they were yeah. mana screwed or something. But yeah, if they yeah. made that play, they probably not are not yeah. mana screwed. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, because well, with Chain Word, you don't need to think about it. <laughs> you just slam yeah, it down and do kill it. And sometimes it does really even them they don't have a Fortnite. But like, yeah, that is um, true. But like my so my losses for the weekend were against Mono Green. Uh, so I went three three drop three zero into three three, and I lost against Mono Green twice. And I don't remember what my last loss was too actually. Oh, my last loss was to like a Sultai kind of good stuff deck. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Chain Whirler invalidates like Glincy of Siphoner, it invalidates Bowmacker to some extent, to some extent, mm-hmm. even Walking Ballista. Fanatical Firebrand. Yeah, Fanatical Firebrand. Shaker Chainra. Yeah, all like, those cards. Champion Wits, it's Champion all, of Wits, yeah. Champion of Wits, yeah. It's also very good against like all the. Just Dusk the 3 3 the, the, the yeah. first strike body. Yeah, is really good against mm. uh, like mono red as well. Yeah, like so the 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 ETB effect and the the body are both good mm. against mono red. It's good against like vampires. Vampires has mm. basically completely disappeared. People used to mm. play vampire token decks, but they're they're basically yeah. gone now. Servo decks, like you can't. Yeah, play those, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Unless you're doing some kind of. Mm. Sneaky combo stuff with yeah, yeah. Metallic Mimic or something like that. Yeah, but like the Mono White... But Metallic Mimic even thing. is bad against them. Yeah, Metallic Mimic is a joke, right? Yeah, Toolcraft Exemplar again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really why... Bad. That's like the reason why Black White 
the that Fell black off. white knights yeah. deck isn't probably yeah. isn't the best deck in the format. Yeah, you yeah. Just, you can't you can't. Just there was so much buzz it. about it because it seemed very good against the blue white decks. Yeah, yeah. which it is. It's, it's, it is. That's yeah. a really tough matchup. Yeah, yeah. because of Harry Kieran and and uh, Nine of Malice, but then the black red is very quite good against that while still also being decent enough against the blue white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting deck. Um, I mean, they were saying about the on the game podcast that. Uh, it was it was like if um what's it called? The band three drop dinosaur. Frostodon. Frostodon, Rampaging Frostodon, yeah. They were saying that like that wouldn't need to be banned now because it's outclassed by Chain Whirler anyway. I don't really think that's true. Mm. Um I think in I think they would probably both see play, but yeah. like it, I mean it, I can't it, but it's hard to make an argument for one being obviously like band level or band-worthy power level and, and the other not being you know yeah, it's like yeah. they're close enough that they both just seem like very good reds yeah I mean Frostodon is a single red so it's a lot easier to cast yes so. but I mean the only deck that was playing was mono red yeah, yeah. so true that's true yeah um, yeah but it, it, the deck did evolve and we we saw six copies of it in the top eight apart from like most of them were the smaller version mm-hmm. but there was also Martin Yuzo was playing like the more controlled yeah, version yeah. Yeah. which had Magma Sprays and Phoenixes in the main deck and yeah, no, and no, yeah, no one drops really of any, yeah, yeah of any description. Yeah, um, and it had it had the extra land. That's so many of them had the extra land on the sideboard, mm. but he just had the extra land in the main deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was quite bad in the top eight. So if anybody watched it, I don't know, did you guys ever get around to watching the top eight at all? No. no. So like they they followed like Leo Lahonen who was on the blue white deck through the top eight basically. Yeah, and like he just he played against black red all. All three rounds of the yeah. top eight, of, of course, because there was yeah. six of six of the decks, <laughs> and like he lost in the final, but like very convincing mm. wins in yeah. quarters and semis. Yeah. Um. So I think you know blue white is probably an unfavored matchup for black red, not by like a lot, but it, I think it is unfavored. Yeah. I think it's it very is. close. I think game one. Yeah, it's probably unfavored. I think after board they kind of yeah after board it, it, well. it gets a bit better. Yeah, mm. but yeah. It depends, uh, and then you're but like you're going to be on the if you if you win game two against the blue white deck as a black red player mm-hmm. you're, you're on the you're, draw you're on the draw again for game three yeah, yeah. so you're that doesn't matter so much when, when you have you have to have a bunch of dresses it's not so bad being on the draw that's true that's yeah, true yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 I mean you usually want to play a top land turn one with this especially with the bigger version of the deck bigger version yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the the new hotness. So the, the deck se- or the the meta game seems to be now this red black deck, uh, black green constrictor constructs. Constructs was another kind of big thing over the weekend. People were kind of going crazy about that. Yeah. People were talking about it, but no one was actually like playing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did see one person playing it uh, over to like uh, the the <laughs> side of events, me and yeah. or in one the main. Of uh, I can't remember if it was in the main or at a side event. I don't mm. remember exactly, but. Uh, yeah, he, he. I think he pretty sure he lost the guy that was playing yeah, it, right? Um, but then was you know talking to his opponent afterwards, saying like, "Oh yeah, it's really explosive and whatever." So mm-hmm. yeah, which it is. Yeah, um, I didn't. Be, I definitely didn't see any on day two of the GP. Which, ah, I, <laughs> which I'll yes, made. I, yeah, I made day two. Yeah, and what scrubbed out of that? Yeah, that, <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> but it's okay because you made it up. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Oh, I, I won another PPTQ. Yes! Hey, here we go. I've got to say as well, just before we move yeah. on from the GP, fair play to the, all the Irish lads that day two Oh, yeah. Yes. Unreal, yeah. Yeah, so we had Tyg Murphy day two to the Legacy Men event, Yeah, which is class. He was playing Maverick, and he was just destroying Grix's Delver players day yeah. one, left and yeah. right. And still had a pretty good record day two. He ended... Did he finish uh, in top 64, top yeah. 32? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he became 34th. 34th, okay. Yeah, so yeah. he was 11 for uh, for a bit of a money finish. Yeah. And then Sean Lynch and Mark McGovern uh, finished day one 8-0 in the standard event both real so good yeah they're Same. both playing black green constrictor and uh unfortunately they both finished 11-4 as well on day two yeah so both cash both uh, a bit shy of top 32 as well mm-hmm. but uh yeah just amazing finishes that's yeah. a, like it's it's the strongest results like overall i've seen for the irish contingent going to a tournament yeah in, definitely yeah in, and, in and, and of course al they do it as well and keen keen yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so. keen finished 10-5 i think i'm not sure i, I think, think he finished 10-5 okay yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, very strong finish for the Irish contingent. Yeah, that's great. Best in a while. Um, so let's keep it up. Yes. Uh, although I suppose just because it's in Birmingham, that was the most. There are a lot of Irish people. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, like 
yeah, all all the competitive Irish players were there pretty much. Yeah, well, like not one hundred percent, but yeah. most of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. bigger game there than was getting Galway. Yeah, yeah, the, the it actually the was yeah. half an hour or something. Yeah, forty Which, minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so that was the GP. It was a great, great crack. Then, yeah, my last GP big, for a year. So yeah, I mean, yeah, more than a year probably. Hard, yeah. Okay, so go to those world famous Asian GPs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I might do that. Let's we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm definitely going to the next GP Birmingham. I like, I actually can't yeah. say enough about how good it was. Like the fact that the venue is right beside the airport, you can literally get to the GP Hall from like getting off your flight into the airport without going outside. Yeah, the, yeah. You don't have to leave the building. building. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You right. just you just get a shuttle straight to the convention center. And the shuttle crazy. was amazing. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it's like you know, it's cheap, and it was it was a great hall as well. It was it was really spacious. Yeah, and like, yeah. Uh, it was actually yeah, probably the best run GP event I've been to. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely go on to the next one. And I managed to spend the whole weekend without speaking to a head judge. Nice. Boom. I spoke, I spoke to a few. I got four warnings during standard. Wow! One, so wow! Fair play to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> newly minted judge. Just, just yeah. checking. Just yeah, checking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so PPTQ. Yes. Tell me about it. So you went to a PPTQ in Norway yesterday. Yes. So I did not go. Yeah. So, so uh, about myself here on the game uh, in my car. We. Uh, so I suppose it's kind of a follow up for the GB. Um, this is where we're kind of talking about where the bed will go after the GP weekend mm-hmm. and we're kind of talking about how going this bigger red black deck probably is a good call because it, 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 be, it's, it is very good against Constrictor and it's very good against the smaller black red decks mm-hmm. um, so no, I think this is, you know, in, in our discussions kind of during the week we're just kind of starting off and Martin uses it Martin uses lists and then kind of you know edit kind of changing that kind of based on just you know, the way the battle was going mm-hmm. so I settled on a list that was similar to that um, and then I went so then, then uh, we basically arrived there and I played against uh, constrict uh, green black constrictor five times, uh, four times out of five in this wow. was insur- absurd, yeah. Um, and yeah, they always felt like fairly. It was, I mean, to be honest, they they they, they just felt like fairly comfortable matchups, yeah, comfortable games. Um, so I ended up, yeah, yeah so I went five zero in the Swiss, uh, which was the first, and then uh, I won it. It was class. Yeah, so you went eight zero, eight zero, yeah, eight <laughs> zero, exactly. Yeah, I, I was delighted. Um, yeah, you can just do that the next GP. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, yeah, so talk about any of your matchups. Yeah, so I suppose, I suppose the I was trying to think about not particular game because yeah, there's also the green back and um, the green back matchups I played against a lot. Um, I think in round three I played against Esper Control that was very tough. Um, it you know, it's it, 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 it classically it's just like a, a, a very interesting control matchup. But it's pretty tough. Um, I, I have four dresses to two doom fall inside to bring in. Um, so even though you are ripping your hand apart, they can still just turn a game around very quickly by playing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is about big damage threat and taking over the game. Yeah, they have a lot of impactful spells. Yeah, exactly. So I think at one point he was about to take over the game with uh, a liar. He, he tapped out to play a liar and I had no cards in my hand. I just topped out to Doomfall and it's back in the game. And that was Pretty sweet. Glass. Looked at his hand and took it Exile the liar. Um, and then I. He exiled the liar. Yes. I made sure he did. I made sure he did. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so yeah, and then, and then I. I suppose before I go to top eight here, I'm going to talk about your. Swiss. Um no. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm happy. <laughs> so, so you ran back with blue white control anyway. Yeah, I, I played blue white control. I came ninth. I went yeah. three two, but mm-hmm. uh, there were no. I was I was top of the the nine pointers, but none got into top eight. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. So being yeah, so uh, we see the first side was on play for all the games. Um, in the first, yeah, so uh, in the quarterfinals we played against uh, blue black control, mm-hmm. which is a very difficult matchup because uh, it's very just few ways to interact with Scarab God. Um, I did have. A very fancy play where I was on beating down the stranger. I, I, I stuck with a stranger into um, into Scarabod. He uh, kind of before blocks went to uh, exile a creature from my graveyard to, to block. But in response to the Scarabod's ability, I braided the stranger, put the stranger into the graveyard, and then exiled the creature that I was going to bring back, and then brought the stranger back. Sweet. And I was like, boom! It was a belt class. Uh, I still lost so. Then look back, I was like, "That's pretty much a play yeah, desperation." Like, but a hundred, a hundred cool. people watching is like, "See how cool that was." But yeah, like, I think maybe that wasn't even the best play. <laughs> but uh, I think, um, and then yeah, so, yeah then, then you know, like I, I, I suppose kind of game 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 one of that matchup was almost unwinnable uh, for Black Red. Yeah, and then just bringing in all the dresses and all the falls just definitely helped. Uh, the next game, the, the the I think like game. Yeah, so game two wasn't played. That was over very quickly because my deck doing what it was supposed to do. And then game three was very long, back and forth. It was very, very close. Um, I 
you know, I just, I just barely eat out of win when I thought I didn't have a chance. I think it was, I was like attacking with everything when um, he had four cards in hand. I was like, oh, there's so many advances you could have, and I, he just didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was great. I was like, that was fine. I was like, oh, I need some more green black. And then uh, my next opponent was the same master player I played in the Swiss that I was playing in, in the same finals. Uh, and that was also another very difficult matchup. I think he completely just took over. He completely dominated game one. Uh, same kind of thing. I, I, I felt like I didn't have any chance to win the game one. Uh, game two, I kept a two lander and I was stuck in two lands for like legitimately like 10 turns. I was like on two lands. I, 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 I had two scrangers. My hand was like two scrangers, um, a hard Kieran, uh, and a walking blizzard. Uh, yeah, two lands. Is that seven cards? No. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, that's what my hand ended up being at some point. Okay. Uh, so, so I, I, I kind of turned two played a scrangers. He played authority consoles. Uh, so I was just playing kind of hard here and kind of not have come and tapped and you know, yeah. not, not get slowed down. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of basically, basically I was beating down hard here and yeah. um, eventually I had to. So eventually I had to. He killed my scranger. Um, I played another scranger and then played a walking blister for zero. Uh, just to get a thing in my graveyard to bring the stranger back. Mm-hmm. I called a judge over to see if that triggers authority cancels with a zero zero blister coming in, and it does. Mm-hmm. Um, Can confirm. It does. Yeah, that, is, that is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think it was like, and then like I was. I, I think I drew like two unlicensed iteration instead of drawing my third land. Okay. Um, so then like he was on like he was on gear hook mana and I was still on two lands just like all these cards in my hand couldn't cast and I was just kind of getting in for like, a little bit of damage and I felt like I had no chance to win the game but then uh, yeah I think one by I just attacked the stranger he flashed in gear hook I unlicensed and killed it four blocks and so you drew your two. third land before yeah, yeah sorry at this point I drew my third land yeah before um, he was able just to in time yeah. yeah and then I, I, I just did that kind of you know um I think it's like the first time I did it, he kind of got a removal spell to kill the Scranger. And then I was also able to get in with three damage from their license instead of the Scranger back, try again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this time, he didn't have any removal spells in the graveyard, so he fashioned Gear Hulk. Gear Hulk targeted um, uh, Screen Will. Then I was like, oh, that's thinking. He's like, if you have the license, just tell me. I'm like, yeah, I have it. And that, was, that was the last six damage in. And I was like, I felt like, you know, the, the meme of the galaxy brain. I was like, I did not, I was like, I did not deserve to win that game. I was so close. I was very, very on the edge. That's brilliant. Uh, and then I think, I think game, game three was like a nice grindy back and forth game, which is like, you know, what the, what the deck does well. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then the round, yeah, and then, then the final, I played against uh, Mark McGovern again. So I, I played against Mark McGovern, Mark, Mark in the, uh, in the fifth round of the Swiss. Yeah. Um, so I was on the draw then, as long as I'm play because, um, I was top seeded. Top seeded. Yeah, and um, so you beat him in the Swiss. Beat him, beat him, yeah, beat him, yeah, beat him in the Swiss, and then uh, and beat him again in finals. Because boy, yes, uh, that was. I think. I mean, in fairness, he, he had his his draws are pretty weak. Where his draws are pretty bad. And um, in the games, where there's very short games. Uh, game two, my hand, my open hand was uh, five lands, five lands, and a braid and a glory bringer. Mm-hmm. And I won the lands. So it was like cycling land. And yeah. I was like, I think I can keep this. And I was, there's, there's a whole other that's a really good hand against yeah, yeah. yeah. Snap keep. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, was, I think like I suppose if I get to five and play glory bringer turn five, I'm ahead. Yeah, you just win. If I kill the snake and <laughs> yeah. turn two, I'm ahead. Um, and and there's like five people behind me watching. And uh, I was like, yeah, I keep this. And then like, because every draw, all, all my draw steps were absolutely insane. I had like, <laughs> I had like two genres. <laughs> I think at one point I had like two genres and a phoenix in my hand, and I was like. Oh yeah, I'm just going to play the Chandra's to bait out uh, his removal and yeah. then I have a Phoenix that can't die. Um, <laughs> Which one will I yeah, play? Yeah, it was, you know, it was absurd. People behind me were like, oh my god, this deck is so good. I'm like, well, it doesn't always try this well. Uh, also, there's many, many good cards in the deck. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. stack all your decks a good deck. <laughs> yeah, if you stack play all, all good cards. Good cards, every yeah. top deck is a top deck. Yeah. And if all, your, if all your land, if all your bad cards are your open hand, then the rest of your cards are going to be good cards. Yeah, every top deck is a top deck. I think... I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's great. Great. Great piece of advice there from Alan Hart. Here you go. Write it down. Oh, yeah. Actually, here's, here's another pro tip. Uh, I, was, I was up for 45 minutes and the night before. Actually, as I was in a... Um, oh, sorry. Kind of, in, instead of my typical pre-PPTQ planning, uh, instead of going out, going out in the session the night before, I did not go out in the session. Uh, instead, I stayed at home and tried to find Cinder Barons. So Cinder Barons are very difficult to find. I I think I literally had I had a shoebox full of like old commons that were rotated out of standard. Yeah. It was in my car on a plan and gave it to my cousin. Uh, just, just give you a pile of cards I don't need anymore. So I had to go out and get that and root through that to find Cinder Barons that were printed in um, the Gatewatch. Gate yeah. Then two. Then I was like, oh, and then I was like looking because I think it's like in the starter decks or welcome decks. They're, they're also printed. Uh, I, think I think it was it was it was printed in uh, in Innistrad as well. I think. Maybe it was. I think they've I th- been printed in every set. In I think I don't think they were actually in like the booster packs for. No, no, no. They're they're not in the booster packs. They haven't been in the booster packs for a long time. Yeah. But they've been in some product. The, the welcome decks. I, I think the reason why they're kind of legal is because is it the welcome decks? I don't think it is. 
I think that's the other decks are, are one color. Oh, you're right, actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think, think it's the Planeswalker decks. decks. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah and then that's why the standard, standard Eagle deck. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, so it turns out there is one, my third one was in the Edgar Markov deck, oh, uh, Commander yeah. deck. So, yeah. Uh, I, I again, I was like had a galaxy brain moment when I was like rooting through every deck I had. Wait a minute, this is a murder deck. <laughs> yeah. I, eventually, I eventually found it. Uh, yeah, so if anyone's looking for Cinnabarons, uh, let's look in every piece of magic product you own. Alternatively, it's, I have them. Okay, I have them too. Okay, <laughs> no problem. That's fine. Uh, yeah, 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 and actually, I actually trying to be pretty good. Uh, so like you're 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 happy to play Tap Hunter in one. Yeah, they're not pretty good. Don't call that lot pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you're better than like. Alan has a, has a rich history of playing yeah. un- uncommon <laughs> dual lands, yeah. dual tap lands with yeah. no yeah. upside. Highland Lake is a legit Highland Lake tap card. turn one, yeah. yeah. my yeah. blue red bridge played one. Like, yeah. Turn one Highland Lake. You're going to have a bad time, my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right. So that was your second PPTQ win. How do you feel? Yeah. Oh, you haven't even been to my first RPTQ. Exactly, yeah. Geez, we're putting plans together for the RPTQ. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, it, it is... Well, it makes you feel like the first one wasn't a fluke because yeah, yeah. the first one definitely felt like a fluke. Yeah, if yeah. I listened to the episode, yeah, uh, where this one was just a clinical eight oh, yeah, crushed it, yeah, GG Galway, <laughs> GG, Galway. Oh God, I would prefer to have never remembered that ad for the rest of my life. Yeah, sorry, my bad. All right, okay, great, nice turn report. So our deck of the week is that red black deck. Yes. Yeah, so, so any particular choices in the deck that you'd like to talk about? Oh yeah, well, so we've talked generally about it now, yeah. like the yeah. the aggro yeah. version versus the bigger version. Yeah. So maybe sideboard. What what did you I think do? So the, side, yeah, so the sideboard, I trimmed down a Raskus attempt. Uh, okay. I think the, I think it was around five boys. Actually, we started off. Yeah. From, um, from yeah. Magic Online. Um, I think four Raskus attempt makes sense in a meta that's dominated by the Scarab God and mm-hmm. Hazard, which is definitely not the case anymore. Yeah. But then when I was playing against Blue Black, I was like, oh, I wish I had more <laughs> more, more, more Raskus attempts. But we were also saying yeah. that Raskus attempt is decent against uh, against Blue-White. Sure, yeah. You, like, if you can kill their... Def- like, there's literally no other win condition in most of the f- yeah. most of their decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can kill the Teferis, yeah. Yeah, it's I pretty good. You're, you're, you're fine. So I think... I kinda it, might e- it might even be... Uh, is this mad to suggest never a return? Just as more mana efficient. I don't know. It's it's. Well, then it's also kind of a threat from the graveyards. The mono black deck is playing that. Yeah, the yeah. mono black deck is playing like four of them and four of Rastus Condemned, which yeah, I think is yeah. a bit overkill. No, I'm into it. I'm but I mean, it kills a creature. It kills a creature, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah I don't. I think I suppose you. Uh, Rastus Condemned just kills more things, basically. Um, kind of. Does it? Well, well, I mean, the same amount I mean, of things. It exiles them. Oh, it exiles them. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's an instant as well. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it's yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, then I think I, I, I just kind of I had a lot of one ofs in my deck, uh, my sideboard, uh, and then I had so at one point I had uh, fiery cannonade, uh, which I was like I was happy with at first because I think in my head like fiery cannonade is like a one for one answer to history banalia if mm. you kind of get down at the right time. That's mm-hmm. that's why I waited it to. Uh, but then I was kind of thinking, oh, I suppose like chain order does like first of all chain order yeah, itself very similar. It, it, it blanks history banalia. Yeah, and then like chain order is. Killing the tokens anyway, so yeah. like, any anything I want to bring this in for until mm-hmm. side. So I think yeah. literally, literally um, as everyone's as everyone's writing the deck list, my deck list is already made. I've had a quick check. Yeah. I just have my trade miner with me, and then um, I found. It's actually this is this is, is this card belongs to Kiron. Uh, I was holding it for Kiron. It was Jay's Imitating Inferno, oh. and I was like, you know, I think this actually might work. So I, I ended up playing that. I, I, I put that in your sideboard. Yes, yeah, so I, I took out uh, Fire Cannon to put that in. And did you ever uh, side it in? So I, I, I signed it against Green, Green Black. And um, so the two times I saw it, I never had it in my hand. One time, um, round one against Sean, he was on. So he, he was stuck in three lands, he had a basket attempt in his hand that I knew about. I played Karn and I revealed Land and Jai's Inferno. Okay. So he thought about it, and it, I think it is actually close because he was thinking if he doesn't draw his fourth land, he can't kill. If he, if he, can, if he draws his fourth land, he can kill Karn. Yeah. And then I'm just stuck with this um, yeah, terrible yeah. card in my hand. Uncastable yeah. card. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he said, I. So, because of that, he gave me he gave me, he gave me a land, but it was okay. like if you could cast Frasca's Attempt, it was correct for him to give me it was it, it would be correct for him to give me this back card. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of funny. Is like I, I brought in this text specifically for this matchup, and then <laughs> you're considering giving <laughs> you it. Literally, to me, have yeah. the choice of yeah. would you like this yeah. in your opponent's hand? <laughs> yeah, and your opponent's just saying yes. You yes. put it in your hand, uh, and then I think the second time I saw it was against uh, Mark also on Black Green. I I multi six. I had a two land. I it was like two lands, some removal, and I think like maybe a current. And then, like by scry, was 
everyone was like, nope, let's go to the bottom. So that was that was Ed Roll. Like, I think really? I, I don't think I would have won that EQ if I ever drew that in, in the draw stage. Yeah, it's definitely that's the why worst. we have a scry. It's yeah. the worst draw in your deck, I'd say, the majority yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. when I'm winning, it wins more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't yeah, think yeah. that's a great card. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I think uh, I think that's pretty much gonna mm-hmm. do it for us this week. Cool. We we do have there is news about. Announcement day and battle bond spoilers, but we're gonna kind of leave. We're gonna push that stuff off to next week because the announcement day stuff is gonna sit there for a while yeah, before yeah. anything develops. And battle bond is like a casual set, so it was more important to kind of get our get our talk about standard yeah. and, mm-hmm. and and what have you going forward. Um, so yeah, that's that's gonna be it for us today. Um, I will actually just very quickly read out an email that we got from sure. our listener. Uh, our one listener that we have, mm-hmm. uh, Namata, um, which do do you know Namata's real name? Yeah, it's Alex. First name Alex. Yes, yeah. Alex. Sorry. Yeah. Um, let me just very quickly pull it up here. So he 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 designed or yeah he designed some. Oh, I didn't see these. Alright, I'm excited. Did you not see these? No, no. Okay, Daddy. He designed some Tala Time Warp cards. Yes, Tala Time Warp. <laughs> Yeah, so he designed a card for each of us. Did you see these, Karen? No, oh, I didn't see no, them. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, the first one is called David. It's one in a green for a creature. Wolf, 2-2. Two, two. Nice. That's it. I like it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a picture of a wolf. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. It's called Kira. Okay. It's one white mana for a creature. Lion, 2-1. Nice, it's very good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's a picture of a lion. It's <laughs> real good. And then Alan doesn't quite fit into this. Yeah, I was thinking, like, oh, no, what's going to happen here? But, right, it's pretty good, right? So it's called Alan, and it's single red mana for a 1 1. So you're the worst one. Sorry, Al. Oh, okay. It's uh, fine. I've got text, right? Yeah, you actually do have text, yeah. Okay. So it's a creature, hairy sun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Okay. Uh, Great text. <laughs> right, Skulk. I don't know why you have Skulk. That's but, good for a small creature, right? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Skulk and bands with other hairy. That's <laughs> nice, I love it. And it's a big hairy one. That is absolutely yeah. amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic additions to Top Time Work. Throw them right into the set file. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> Skulk is like most of the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. think about that. Oh, well, well, Skulk what, crack. What if there's like a, a, a creature that has a text of. The rack, but it's a creature like okay. Magus and Rack, yeah. But it has Skulk, okay. Skulk Rack, Ooh, that's a good oh, joke. That's a joke that wizards might actually make themselves, yeah. Because we sometimes I forget that there's a card called Skulk Rack. I just hear people say it like in the tournament, and so I'm like, What? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's <laughs> well, you're not calling me, uh, yeah. So, um, thanks, thanks, Alex, for that. Thank you. Uh, and that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you can email us. You can uh, send in some talent time work cards if you if you like skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. You can message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash skullcrack. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at skullcrack. And uh, yeah, we'd love your more custom card submissions. That's my favorite thing at the moment. Mm, that's class. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. For that. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it from us. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. time work but you know what it's it was announcement day and we're announcing another set Bef- even before Tata time work has come out there's another future set of sorts uh which is did not come from us came from wizards came from the great designer search three is that right that is correct so uh well, what 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 is the name of this set david wolf um it is called big topia big topia um i don't know if it's necessarily the name of the set or the plane but whatever okay. it's the same thing um is Bigtopia and it's Circus World, circus themed playing <laughs> cool. of magic. Uh, so yeah, in in 
In the Great Designer Search for the second challenge, they gave the designers a big list of names related to the circus, card names, and they said they have to design they have to design cards to those names. So mm -hmm. they had to the constraints were that they had to use the names exactly, unless they want to design a legendary card, in which case they can tweak the name a little bit. Uh, they have to make eight cards, two commons, two uncommons, two rares, and two mythics. And they have to, they can't use more than three cards of the same type. So you can't make them all creatures or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had to use all of the colors at least once. I think those were all of the requirements. Right, okay. So the and the big the list of names was very long. You know, yeah. It was way more than eight, so it was kind of up to up to them whatever they chose. But I thought this was really interesting, and I I spent a, an afternoon reading all of the great designer search stuff so far, and there's some really great stuff in there if yeah. anybody's interested in in card design or whatever. So I decided to try my hand at designing some of these cards for a big topia. Cool. cool. So I'll read some of them out now. Yes. Will I? Okay. Okay. Do you, do you have some as well? I I, I have three, so uh, okay. I didn't. I, Actually, I'll just get yeah. all right. Well, I, I I got to the rares, so I designed two commons, two uncommons, a rare, and no mythics. Okay, because mythics are kind of hard to come up with an idea for. Yeah. So my first common is a stilts. For it's two mana, for an artifact equipment, equip creature gets plus one plus two and has reach mm. and equip one. It's good. Yeah. yeah, probably should be equipped too, but whatever. And the flavor text is Bozo the Clown used to be the laughing stock of his circus, but after his bright idea, everyone started to look up to him. Oh, I like it. That's very good. I think that's like that's like right on the button of the the, the type of humor and like the length of text to flavor text. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. Perfect. I prefer the next one to be honest. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do that one now. So the next one is a human cannonball. It's, it's uh, one in a red for a sorcery. Target creature you control gets plus three plus zero and gains flying until end of turn. At the beginning of the end step, sacrifice it. And the flavor text is three, two, wait. Did you set up the net? The great amazo. Last words. <laughs> well, I feel I feel like they do that a lot in magic cards. Blah blah blah. Last words. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I thought that was quite that's good. I feel like yeah, I feel like a lot of people would go for like a fling card on that. So I think yeah. that's an interesting twist on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think you literally could just functionally reprint fling with the same name mm -hmm. and it would actually make sense yeah but, but this is a it's, cool it's, it's a bit yeah, more it's a sort of bit more powerful, powerful yeah. yeah yeah you could you could probably argue for maybe even an extra mana on the cost of that or something yeah I don't know um, alright my own comments now I have no idea how well balanced this is probably really badly I know that two of these go infinite together so okay, nice. <laughs> and it's a four mana colorless card oh, so it's not that hard it's an artifact set anyway, so yeah yeah it's fine um, I'll talk a little bit about my, my vision for Bigtopia as well. Okay, right, sure. um, so, uh, uncommon. Clown car, four mana, artifact vehicle, crew two. Whenever you crew clown car, create a 1-1 one, one red and black clown token. And it's a 3-2. And the flavor text is, how big is it in there? <laughs> so the flavor here is, you put one person in, another person comes out. Yeah, that's right. so good. So, yeah, if you have two of those... They go infinite. If you have two of those and one two power creature, is that right? No, if you have two of those and at least three power on the board, they go infinite. Yeah, that's good. I would like, I think it might be awkward to write, but like, uh, it must be crewed by at least two creatures or something like that. Uh, so it just like maybe. flavor wise, this is more people. Who would would that not power. be two instances? Oh. I was going to say, would that be two instances of, instances of crew one, but. No, that doesn't work. No, no, no. no. Well, what if it was... Anyway, I don't know, yeah. Just uh, getting the flavor of, like, fitting more creatures in the clan car. Yeah, Rather yeah. than being able to be crewed by a single creature. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. how you do that, though. I'm I guess sure. that's, that's, that's cool, be, though. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I originally I had it as crew one, but then I was like, wait a minute, that just literally goes in yeah. and itself. That's, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Uh, okay, then my next one is uh, Contortionist. So it's two blue-black for creature-human performer. And it's a 3-4. And it has an activated ability of blue-black. Contortionist gets plus one, minus one until end of turn. If this is the third, third time you've activated this ability this turn, you may have target creature you don't control get minus three, minus three until end of turn. And the flavor text is, don't follow her movements too closely. And it's so good. I think, uh, I feel like the word contortion is exactly that 
plus, plus one minus yeah, yeah. distortion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I played around with a few different versions of this, but this is the one that I like the most. I had one that was like blue, it gets minus one plus one, and black it gets plus one minus one, which also makes sense, I think. Mm -hmm. But I wanted it to be able to kill another creature. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe it shouldn't maybe it shouldn't be able to repeatedly kill another creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it costs six mana to do it. Yeah, true. So yeah. I think that's reasonable enough on an uncommon. That's a three force base. And it, yeah, I also had her her as a three three originally, so that if you ever used the the kill ability, it would also kill her. Mm. So like, it also helps if you like if you can find some way to make her bigger with a, an aura or or an equipment. Mm -hmm. Then she wouldn't die from the activated ability, and that mm. makes you feel clever. But I thought yeah. that for such an intensive mana cost, I think it's fine to just... And you're spending your whole turn on turn six or whatever, and you have to have blue-black, blue-black, blue-black. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, intensive yeah. that it's reasonable, I think, to, to give a creature minus three, minus three. Yeah. Um, and not have her die. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it. But I think there's a lot of different ways that you could do that with mm. kind of Etherling, Morphling abilities. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, my rare... I only designed one. Uh, this one I went through a lot of different versions as well. So it's a uh, the the card name supplied was Lion Tamer, but I changed it a little bit to Leon Master Lion Tamer. So it's two green white for a legendary creature, human performer. When Leon enters the battlefield, create a two one white cat creature token. What's his power and toughness? Two two. Okay. And it's so four three for four. Mm -hmm. Um, over two bodies. So, and then it has one green white, put a plus one plus one counter on target catch you control. It gains lifelink and vigilance until end of turn. You may have it fight target creature you don't control. Activate this ability only any time you could cast a sorcery. Now that I'm looking at it here, the sorcery clause, you could probably just put a tap cost on it as well instead of the sorcery mm -hmm. clause. Yeah, yeah. Um, it means it, uh, you could have both even. I don't know. I just think the instant speed fight would be a little bit. Mm, yeah, that, yeah. but I mean it's 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 gonna be a the cat's gonna be a three two when it fights so it probably can't survive yeah it's unlikely yeah, yeah. to survive yeah so again flavor here pretty obvious it's a lion tamer he sends his lion to do the things and that's I made cool. it a two yeah. one so that's a savannah lions yeah yeah definitely yeah. classic you could call it lion as well but lions are always creature type cat so mm -hmm. I thought it was better to I just make, like it, a, yeah. make it a cat yeah, yeah it's just, it's just, it's just token can be just a line yeah yeah yeah. yeah and then for mythic rare so I didn't design another rare yeah and then because I didn't have any good ideas and then mythic rare I have the ringmaster as my name but I mm -hmm. don't know what that card is yeah okay sounds powerful yeah <laughs> I, could, I couldn't decide yeah it could be a planeswalker I couldn't decide if it was going to be like Wooberg or maybe like just blue or blue white or something like that or blue red mm -hmm. I think I was saying Jeskai to you maybe mm. uh, would, would be a, a good so obviously he's like the leader of all the performers and yeah. I, yeah. I imagine he would be a performer lord mm. yeah um, I think blue red that, I don't know yeah blue red yeah. makes sense yeah um, yeah so my, my vision for the plane would be that it's filled with uh, troops of travelling circuses that mm. just go around and like try to win as many customers as they can from mm. like towns and, and cities that in in the plane and they just try to keep out doing each other so but there's circuses that focus on different things and they would basically be the the factions yeah so oh, like yeah. there's circuses oh, yeah, yeah. that are more like menageries like we were saying yes. earlier mm. and then there's other ones who are more like uh like trapeze artists and the contortionists and whatever mm. and then yeah. the clowns are a particular circus and right. that's as far as i got and my thoughts about it and I obviously made the clowns black red because clowns are scary. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's actually perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's uh, Yeah, so that's as far as I got. Yeah. Cool. Um, but it's okay. a very interesting challenge, and hopefully, there's some mm. cool designs from the from the actual participants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you want to give a um, few years? I think I will. I was, yeah, so I was, I, was, I was just want to give. So yeah, one of them. So it was like a list of like generic names, and um, mm -hmm. I kind of. So they said for legendary. Obviously, it's a legendary creature. For a legendary creature, they said you can um you can like change the names around a little, they change the name around a little bit to kind of make it a legendary creature. Mm -hmm. So like one of them was just it like not a creature though. It can just be That's a true. Yeah, I think you're not okay. But um, be legendary sorcery. Could um, be. Yeah. So one of them was uh yeah, it was like so it was like it was like Lion Tamer was like one name, but you changed yeah. it to, to Leon like Lion Tamer. So I was looking through the names. Uh, one of them is uh, Circus Peanuts. 
Okay. And I was like, that, I was like, in my head, I was like, that's gonna, what kind of card is that gonna be? Like, how would you represent food in Magic? And that's like, it's like an artifact. So then, so we got, we got creative. So I would make that a, an instant or a sorcery. Oh, like okay, I think yeah. So Very what? Cool. There, what I did? It, it's a creature. Yeah. It's um, this is, it's a peanuts, comma circus trickster. <laughs> okay, it's a okay. two two green red, for a creature, legendary creature, ape. It's a, okay. a tree two with vigilance. Yeah. Has activated ability. Uh, uh, ape can, with vigilance. Yeah, interesting. It's a big ape. Green, has, green red ape with vigilance. All right. Yeah, yeah green, 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 block this turn okay you know the flavor is the flavor is monkey see monkey do monkey flee monkey poo <laughs> dear god <laughs> so yeah you attack and then you tap it and then get through yeah 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 I see the mechanical use he throws shit at the defendant I think I'd like creatures. to see a menace though but more and just make the ability activated okay yeah that's much better because really then they need three creatures to yeah. block and then green, green red fits better no? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was very good. And then he can be a big scary monkey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. Do you have any more? Yeah, they're not. Well, yeah. I told you one of them was uh, Traveling Circus, which was, I was thinking for Traveling, so Traveling Circus, I think I was thinking of it being a land. Yeah. So I know there's, there's, yeah, so there's one, so there's, there's two lands that can have this effect. I was going to have um, uh, Ender's Battlefield tapped, and it can be, they can tap for any, uh, can tap to add mana of any color a land on the battlefield could produce. Oh, okay. So there's like Shimmering Grotto does it for yours. Yeah. And there's like another one that does it for your opponent's lands. There's a Reflecting for, Pool does it. Sorry, uh, Reflecting Pool is, is for your lands. For your lands. And there's, there's one that's like a something Orchard, I think. Fell Orchard? Frippin Orchard? Maybe Fell Orchard. No, maybe it's not those. Fell Orchard. No, that's just the Black Green Tab lands. No, it's... Ah, damn, I can't remember. It, it, there, there, is, there is a land in some multiplayer format that does it just for your opponent's lands. Uh, so it, it taps colors like your opponent's uh-huh. could be. So this is like, it does both of those becomes untapped. Forbidden Orchard is the one that makes your opponent a spirit, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's not that. I can't remember, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Shimmering something, is it? No, sorry, Shimmering Grotto is the one that does it for your lands. Oh. But there's one that does it for your opponent's lands. I don't know. Anyway. But, but yeah, so basically it's like those two cards combined becomes okay. untapped. Okay. Um, that's Traveling Circus. I think Flare Dex could be something like, oh, from the tallest mountains to the deepest bumps, we will always make you laugh. <laughs> I got the first half I'll have to work in the second half alright okay uh, yeah. needs, needs more work we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. workshop that and come back to it exactly the good one is Unicycle is a one mana artifact uh, has equipped three yeah. uh, it's uh, equipped creature gains equipped creature, equipped creature gains haste and cannot be blocked um, but equipped creature doesn't untap in its untap phase oh uh, okay because it falls off yeah the Unicycle but if you put on some vigilance it's broken Oh yeah, but then, yeah. So I think so. The flavor is like you can, but you can like spend six mana to three mana to put it on, have it unblockable, and then take it off. So then it will untap. Oh okay. But then okay. Well, that does be manifesting. But I think having like an unblockable creature return is, is yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, the the flavor decks could be like coming through, but that's already on the card. What about <laughs> what about uh, when you when your creature with it equipped becomes tapped? You unequip it. You unattach it. Cause it falls, oh yeah, because it falls off. Oh, that is the yeah, 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 so yeah. you can make it really powerful, but only work on vigilance creatures. Yeah, because yeah. everyone else falls off the unicycle. Yeah. Oh, when it attacks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah oh yeah. And then it's all. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's then, funny as well because people use colloquially, colloquially the term "fall off" for. Oh yeah. 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 That is actually great. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I like it. Yeah. So, so, so in that case, it only works on vigilance. So if you make it, if it gains haste, it can't be blocked. So. You can still take advantage. Right, well, if you bring that, yeah, with Kieran's idea. And yeah, make, so when, it, when it's attacking them and it falls off, it's lost haste, but it's already attacking. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then, so and then the book can be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's, that's actually one. cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. There you go. All right, Deadly. Wizards, call us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll just take those cards in Palatine Warp. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have this circus team for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, oh yeah, faucets came to them. Yeah. All right, that's going to be it from us this week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.